Hi everyone, welcome to a very special episode of Deep Space Pride. My name is Mike, I am one of your hosts, and I'm solo today. It's Pride Month, and for some people out there, they ask and wonder, why do we need a Pride Month? Uh, Gays and LGBTQ are accepted, and why do we need a whole month to celebrate this? And... Today is one of those days that reminds me that there's so far to go for LGBTQ plus equality, rights, protection, safety, and I wanted to take a few minutes today and use this platform that Johnson and I have to talk a little bit about a horrible tragedy that happened five years ago that many people won't think of today, but it is part of our LGBTQ plus history. And I have a very specific remembrance of it as well. I was not there. Uh, But five years ago, on this day, June 12th, in 2016, at two in the morning, 49 people, 49 LGBTQ plus people at Pulse Night Club in Orlando, Florida were murdered in one of the worst mass shootings in America's history. And 50 others were seriously wounded in that event. And I was coming home last night and was reminded of this day and this night um, by a video of someone I follow on Instagram. And I'll get to her in just a minute. But I woke up on this day five years ago to a New York Times news flash that basically said that 49 people have been murdered in a nightclub, in, in a gay nightclub in Orlando, Florida. And I was stunned. And literally, that was the first thing that I saw on that day five years ago. And probably within 15 to 30 minutes, I got a text from my sister asking me if I was okay. Now, I, I, I and of course I was. I wasn't in Florida at that time. Uh, I, you know, I visited there many times and I'd never been to the Pulse nightclub, but it was remarkable for my sister to reach out and and ask me if I was okay, thinking perhaps maybe I was there. And um, so that sticks with me even five years later. And um, obviously that is just a small reminder of the enormous tragedy that happened. And, And I think it's really important that people out there, especially in our Star Trek community, but even beyond, need to know that these things, these horrible things happen. And that even though we believe, and I hope that we believe, I believe in uh, infinite diversity and infinite combinations, IDIC, which is a Star Trek totem, that... You would care about this too. And 
So, and if you weren't aware of this, this is my opportunity as a, as a podcaster to share that with our audience. And hopefully you'll take a moment out of your day and, and listen to this next little bit um, that I'm about to share. So I was coming home last night and I follow this amazing queer Muslim woman on Instagram. Her name is Blair Amani. And you can follow her at B-L-A-I-R-I-M-A-N-I on Instagram. She's an educator, a historian, author, influencer. She's just an amazing all-around person who brings light to a lot of issues in in our world, especially in in the LGBTQ plus community. And I encourage you all to follow her because I think she's amazing to to learn from and listen to. But she put out a Instagram TV, an IGTV video yesterday, giving space to Brandon Wolf, who is a survivor of that shooting, of the, the Pulse nightclub shooting five years ago. And he lost one of his best friends, Drew, in that shooting. And she gave him the platform, her platform, which is which is very large. She's got um, she's got over four hundred thousand followers. And she gave him this platform to share a little bit about his story, a little bit about Drew, and how rather than just giving prayers and consolations and thoughts and and all of that to people who are suffering. Uh, He gives a very pointed and and very straightforward way to to, to act. And and it's by donating to uh, this fund that he set up in in honor of of his friend. Uh, But there are many other LGBTQ plus uh, groups out there that can use your donations and that's a way to act and to give back and and I'm making a donation to the Drew Fund and uh, I hope that some of you out there will as well but I am going to share with you this the the audio of this Instagram video and I've reached out to both Blair and Brandon to get permission to do this they have not uh, gotten back to me. I mean, obviously it's the anniversary, but I thought that it's out there. Hopefully they won't mind. I, there's nothing, I'm, I'm not trying to take any credit for any of this. I am simply sharing this to give you all a little bit of perspective on why Pride Month is important and why we still need it. And just bringing light to this tragic event that happened and hoping that through our actions, even as part of the Star Trek community, that we make sure that this doesn't happen again. And, and unfortunately, we're in a, in a bad space in, in this country, in America, where mass shootings are, are happening virtually every day. Uh, but this one is one of the largest. 49 LGBTQ people were killed. And here's the story about 
just one of those 49 sur- survivors and or sorry one of the 49 killed by one of the survivors and so please listen as you hear Blair give a brief introduction on the events of that night and then listen to Brandon talk about his experiences and, and his best friend True. On June 12, 2016, 49 people were killed in one of the worst mass shootings in United States history. 50 others were wounded but survived. My friend, Brandon Wolf, was one of the people who survived. The night in question was Latin night, meaning that many of the people that were killed were LGBTQ plus and Latinx. This was a dark day in our history as the LGBTQ plus community. I remember what it was like. A few years ago, I connected with Brandon Wolf. I didn't know what it would be like to connect as a queer Muslim and somebody who survived the Pulse nightclub shooting, but the fact is that while media tried to turn us against each other, we have more in common. We have the desire to be safe, to be heard, to be seen, to be loved, and to be safe from gun violence. Today, I'm turning my platform over to Brandon Wolf, an advocate for LGBTQ plus rights, and an advocate against gun violence and for gun control. Brandon, take it away. Thank you, Blair. Growing up a queer person of color in a town that didn't look a lot like me or live a lot like me meant never really knowing how to fit in, never really feeling at home. I wanted so badly as a kid to find a place that valued me, accepted me, loved me, place where I could belong. It was that search for belonging that brought me to Orlando, Florida so many years ago with nothing more than two suitcases and a heart full of optimism. I was 3,000 miles away from home, but I found the place to belong. I found that belonging in the safe spaces we carved out for one another, a favorite table at a bar, the local LGBTQ center, I found it in places like Pulse Nightclub. And I found love and acceptance in my new chosen family. I'll never forget the first time I met my best friend, Drew. The date we were on was supposed to be blind, but admittedly, I Instagram stalked him sufficiently beforehand. He was remarkable. He was all the things that I didn't think I deserved to be as a young person. He was queer, he was out, he was proud, he was unapologetic and authentic. Drew was the first person to challenge me to be the very best version of myself. He was the one who would ask me why I believe the things I believe in the world. Drew was the first person that taught me it's okay to love me for me. June 11th of 2016 is what we refer to as the last normal day in this community. By all accounts, it was normal. It was laundry day. I was knee deep in socks and underwear. I spent the afternoon by the pool and when evening came, I did exactly what I ordinarily did. I texted my best friends and asked if they wanted to get a drink. They got to my apartment a little late. We listened to the same playlist we always listened to, made the same drinks, we always made. And when it came time to choose the venue for the night, we just picked the club that was closest. We had been to Pulse 
a thousand times. We could have navigated it with our eyes closed. It was a safe space for people like us. It was the first place I went where I could hold hands with someone I had a crush on without looking over my shoulder. I could wear my skinniest pair of jeans and not worry that someone would say something homophobic to me. That night was ordinary. The line was long, the club busy. We went to the same bartender we always went to, danced in the same spot we always danced in. And Drew, who had a master's degree in clinical psychology, would give you free therapy sessions on nights like that. So we went to our ordinary spot on the patio and he started to talk about life and love. He talked about how frequently we let the little things get in the way of how much we have in common. He talked about how he wished that more people could see past the small obstacles into the bigger picture of humanity. And just as he ordinarily did, he draped a long gangly arm over my shoulder and he said, you know what I wish the world did more? Let's tell each other that we love each other. The most ordinary of nights for us became extraordinary in an instant. I remember that conversation so vividly because it's the last one I got to have with Drew. Just a few moments later, a man filled with hate and armed with a weapon of war charged in the front door of Pulse, and he murdered Drew. And Drew's partner won and 47 other mostly LGBTQ people of color. I didn't know what heartbreak felt like until that moment. A chosen family had been stolen from me. When you lose someone you love so deeply, fear is one of the emotions you experience. You're afraid that you'll forget them. So you listen to old voicemails a hundred times so you don't forget the way their voice sounded. You save that t-shirt they used to wear so you don't forget how they smelled when they walked in the room. You watch old videos over and over again so you never forget that funny way they walked. I had all of those fears, but with Drew, it was more. For me and my friends, we were afraid that the world would never get to know Drew the way we knew him. The Drew who challenged us to rise above the Drew who taught us to love ourselves unapologetically. Who would teach the next generation of queer young people to just be themselves? That's why as we gathered around a kitchen island drinking one of Drew's favorite bottles of wine, and we started to talk about what a legacy for him would look like, the answer was very obvious. We would do exactly what Drew would be doing if he was still here, creating spaces for young people to be themselves. For the last five years, the Drew Project, the project we formed at that little kitchen island, has done the work that Drew would be doing if he'd made it out that night. We sponsor and establish LGBTQ student groups across the country. We authored the nation's most comprehensive guidebook so they can be productive when they're together. And as of this year, we've given over $100,000 in college scholarships. We call them the Spirit of Drew Awards to aspiring queer leaders who are already changing the world. Six days after the shooting, we had a funeral service for Drew. I was a pallbearer that day and I struggled so much to get his casket down the aisle because I didn't want to let go of my best friend until I'd found the right words to say goodbye. When we got to the front of that church, I made him a promise. 
that I would never stop fighting for a world that he would be proud of. As we mark five years since the tragedy that stole Drew and Juan and 47 others from us, I'm offering you a challenge. I need your help to make good on that promise. Instead of honoring these victims and the victims of violence across the world with thoughts and prayers or words and sympathies, honor them with action. Honor them by supporting organizations like the Drew Project and others who are doing good work in our communities. Honor them by volunteering some time at a local LGBTQ center or otherwise, helping those who need it the most. Honor them by lending your platform to advocate for a world that chooses peace over violence, that values the liberation of all people, that rejects the kind of hatred and bigotry that led to what happened at Pulse nightclub. I promised Drew that I would never stop fighting for that world that he would be proud of. But in truth, it's a world all of us can be proud of. And I'm asking you to help me turn it into a reality. Thank you so much, Brandon, for sharing your time, space, and vulnerability with us. I think that we can all heed those calls to action and move forward so that this never happens again. Because mass shootings shouldn't be commonplace, and it shouldn't take tragedies like this for us to take action. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you'd like to find out more about this, uh, and possibly donate, which I would encourage you to do, please go to thedrewproject.org. That's the D-R-U project.org slash donate. Even every little bit would help, and I hope that you'll join me in donating to this cause during Pride Month. And if you want to follow... Blair or Brandon on Instagram, I would highly encourage you to do that. Again, Blair's tag on Instagram is Blair, B-L-A-I-R-I-M-A-N-I. And you can follow Brandon Wolf at Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-J Wolf, W-O-L-F. Please go and follow these amazing LGBTQ plus community leaders. They have inspired me. They continue to inspire me. And, and I want to share their story and do many more things like this, especially with this great platform of podcasting that, that Johnson and I have at Deep Space Pride. So thanks for everyone for listening. Please hold your family and your friends and your kids and all the people you love close and tell them that you love them because we never know when tragedy might strike. And also, you know, as a Star Trek fan, let's all embody infinite diversity and infinite combinations in whatever way possible, in every way possible. And make Gene Roddenberry's vision come to life, hopefully much sooner than the 23rd century. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week with a regular episode. 
Uh, we're talking about Subrosa, and uh, I hope you'll comment and share this podcast with people who you think could benefit from it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon.